Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. I don't even know why I'm playing the game. But I'm happy that we are. If I was in better shape, I would take the one button down right there and have like the singlet, the wrestling thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta get the uh, Oh, God, would you stop saying that? I know. Every well, I day will say hear I this. No, I know. Uh-huh. I will. I have, I'm in the middle of chaos in my know, life right now. Right. Once we move, yeah. I think that'll help settle things down. I can get back in shape. But, yeah, anyway. <laughs> How did it feel going to the bathroom? Did you get it out? I didn't. I yeah, just didn't got water. To? No, I, I'm going to start to drink water. I do have to go, but I'm going to hold it until the end of the show. Oh, okay. All right. Drink well, some water now. We got another hour, so it's BT and Sal here on The Fan. Let's get back to your calls. Obviously, uh, there was a lot going on with the Boone stuff. He is speaking in a little bit, so uh, obviously Hoff and our crew is monitoring that. If he says anything noteworthy, we'll play it for you, react. But right now, we get back to you, which is uh, I'll give you a quote, fun. the first quote. Aaron Boone. Oh, there we go. Yeah, no, it's the first quote. Yeah. It's, it's really. Yeah. I'm excited about where guys are at as we're getting ready to lift off here. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. Guys. We feel here's Hold another on, Boone one. We feel like we have a chance to be really good, but we certainly understand. Oh, we're he actually said this. Well, yeah, this is what Boone. Oh, yeah. I you were making no, this no, up. Go no, ahead. <laughs> I, I swear to God, Frank. Hold on one sec. I punched him up. Hold on, hold on Frank. Read these. All go right. ahead. That was it. Those two. Those Read the are the second two one so again. Far. I jumped in on you. Go ahead. Uh, the second one. Uh, let's see. I'm uh, excited. We, we feel like we have a chance to be really good, but we certainly understand we're at February. Well, thank God you're at least admitting it's February. Man knows his calendars. Yeah, what right? else? Uh, that was it. And then the other one was, I'm excited to get ready. Uh, I'm excited about where guys are at as we get ready for liftoff here. I'll, if there's uh, any good lift ones. off, you know what he's saying? Yeah. yeah okay. We start climbing real soon, baby. Yeah, okay. He's embracing those yeah. expectations. All right, Frank and Syosin, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, how are you, BT? Good, how are Frank. you, Sal? What's up, Frankie? No problem. Yeah, I, I, BT, I, um, I heard everything you said about the injuries and, and everything. And, and, Sal, I'm not a World Series or bust kind of a Yankee fan. Uh, I'd rather hear it, hear it straight from a guy like you and tell me what's wrong with the team because I'll tell you, I'm probably a bigger critic of my team than you. 
I, I, I just hold a high standard for my team. And that's how uh, it should be, Frank. I love that. That's what I would do. And your team obviously has higher standards than the teams that I grew up rooting for. But that's, to me, what New York should be about. Hold the teams to the highest of standards. I feel like we've gotten soft around here. Can I, uh, can I just give you three or four things? I know you guys uh, got a, a lot of calls. Go for it. I just want to tell you how Go I feel it. about Boone. Stick okay. to the topic, BT. Okay. Uh, okay. First of all, I think he's too much of a friend. I'd rather have a manager like Willie Randolph who will bench Reyes for not hustling the first. Second of all, he didn't have the uh, foresight to change the philosophy and the approach at the plate. Uh, and Susan Wallman's been on the fan three or four weeks ago yeah. saying there has to be a different approach at the plate. I agree with Sal. He's an analytics. He's just a front man for the office. Yeah. You can't always listen to analytics. He, he, he has to change the philosophy at the plate. All right, now, Frank, I mean hold on a second. Frank, Frank, hold on. I, I, I got to jump in because you're throwing stuff out there that sounds good, but th- it doesn't apply here. You have to. Now, I'm not saying the stuff with Willie, although I would say what was Willie's track record as manager versus Boone, but whatever. I like Willie. I think we know the answer anyway. The stuff about the, the hitting approach, okay? You got to understand, if you think that Aaron Boone is in charge of the organizational's hitting approach, you're, you're out of your mind. That's not the way it goes. It is developed, you know, on a much, much, much higher level. Um, and when they have a certain hitting approach, right, they draft certain players that they believe will. Now, it doesn't always work out, clearly, but they draft players that they think will better fit their skill set, will mesh with that hitting approach, whatever it might be. Um, so it's it's way, way above Aaron Boone's pay grade. It's taught immediately at the lower levels of the minors. The hitting coaches brought in, subscribe to that. Otherwise, they're not brought in. Trust me, it's bigger than that. It's not Aaron Boone's hitting approach. I can promise you that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a big reason why I would think that Boone is down the, the list on who's yeah. at fault here. It's more the organization is at fault for lack of developing, the, the offensive style, the approach, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mark's at Oceanside. Mark, what's going on? Hey, guys. How are you Good. Today? How are you? Okay. I got to take it up a little bit with you, BT. Yeah. Um, you're a little bit hard on Alonzo. He is not a great player, but... Would you like him to be the Yankee first baseman over Anthony Rizzo this year? I, I'd take him this year. I don't want him for seven years at $250 million, no. <laughs> okay. And I've said okay. that several times. And, I would not want him on the Yankees, no. And, he can't run, little, he can't feel that he strikes out. And in little tiny Yankee Stadium where every right field uh, fly ball is, you know, in the 17th row, okay. what do you think his numbers would be with Soto and Judge in front of him? And somebody else, one of the Yankees' other good hitters, behind him. Yeah, well, I give think, me his numbers. Well, I, well I, I'm not going to really just throw numbers out there, but I will give you this, there, Mark. I, I do agree with that. Well, he's not going to hit I have 70 home runs. I yeah. mean, he already hits 50 as is. That's what true. Do you want? I have criticized the Mets for failing to get a legitimate veteran bat behind him. I think that's that's unfair to Pete. I think there might be, you know, if not appreciable, certainly an uptick in in batting average and maybe a little more production. That's the Mets' problem, which becomes Alonzo's problem. But still, and I defend Pete in that regard. If people hear that or don't, that's up to you. Uh, but the other things analytically graded out outside of power, and I'm, I don't subscribe a thousand percent to analytics. I don't. Uh, I'm not a data applicator. But when you look at what Alonzo does not do well, the list is a lot longer than what he does do well. BT, one, other, one part I do agree with you with partially. I don't think he'll age well as a first baseman. He won't. But I could see him becoming a very good DH. Yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. They, they have the luxury. Not... He should be the DH now, yeah. quite frankly. Yes. They don't have a DH. I've been saying that for two years. Who are you, you going to put at first base? 
baseman. Well, go get one. No, no, you get a real first baseman. I mean, they would need to get a real first baseman. But if you had this team with Pete Alonso as the DH, mm-hmm. and you could actually go get a real first baseman, maybe somebody who's a leader, maybe a veteran guy who could defend a little bit, a guy who Mike, could put the, the Mets ball got in play. Mike, the Mets got those years Whatever, ago. I love John Olroot. Yeah, but, yeah. but that type of player, something that they're lacking, a veteran presence that could be a good defensive first baseman, a little bit of a leader. Mm-hmm. Put the bat- now, Joey Votto's, to me, you know, shot, so he wouldn't be the guy. But let's just say that this would, you know, three years ago, yep. Joey Votto, somebody like that. And Brandon Belt's a name that was brought out there. Point is, if you take Pete away from first base and put him at DH, now you have one of the best, if not the best DH in all of Major League Baseball. There's no doubt, but it, can you then justify giving him the same exact amount of money for only being a one-way player who's not going to age well? There's still issues with that. I mean, but he is what he is. Whether you whether they put him but at that DH. that is what he is, but that's why I don't think it's uh, worth I'm, signing him for the big money in years. But I'm saying whether they put him at DH or first base, it doesn't matter. You're going to pay him that money anyway. Yeah. They're going to pay him $200 million. Now, two, but $200 million, BT, for that type of power, that's, that's not, not crazy. In, that's what I'm saying. No, no, I got you. That's, that's not, not insane. Now, <laughs> now, where you start getting insane is when you go over that. Yeah. And you're talking 220, then you're talking 225, 240, 250. Now you're like, eh. Mm-hmm. Now it might not be worth it. Listen. I mean, I don't see why he would be amenable to this, but especially with Boris now in his corner. But if Pete was like, yeah, man, I'm, I mean, I'm good with a five-year deal with a team option or a player option for a higher AAV, yeah, I'd be much more open to that. I, I just don't see him saying that he would be okay Aaron with that. Aaron Boone, real quick, BT. Yeah, one sec, I think, Kenny. I think we have a chance yeah, to no be problem. a great offense. Here we go. We got to go show you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you That's do. it. Okay. Stop yeah. talking, Booney. Yeah, it's time it. to start yeah. showing. He knows. Okay. My manager's locked in day one. Oh, God. Kenny Levittown. Kenny, what's going on? Ken. Hey, how's it going, fellas? What's up, dude? What's going on? To me, there's only, well, two directions. One avenue, two directions. So the road forks. Mm-hmm. You sit down with Pete. They bet. I, hopefully they already did this. But you sit down with Pete. You say, look, both sides doesn't make sense to do a contract this year. Next year. We'll, you know, approach the subject again. You want to be a Met, we want you back. But if things aren't going well, halfway through the year, you trade them and get assets back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, hey, you bring them back. And then if Agreed. they're doing well, obviously you hold them, and then you go get another piece. And that's what they're going to do. That's exactly what they're going to do. Now, they'd have to be way out of it to consider trading them, and the package would have to be right. But that is exactly how you play it. If the Mets are out of it yep. by the deadline, you trade him with the idea of still being open to bringing him back. If they are not, then he is going to be here. They're going to play out the season, and they will be open to bringing him back. I mean, it's very simple. I hate to rain on every Kenny, I'll give that you another chance here. Hold on, Ken. I, I hate to rain on everybody's parade. Sal, you've been saying this for a couple of weeks. I, I hate to break the news to everybody, including you, Sal. If they trade Alonzo midseason, and I know you're going to say, what about Chapman? There is 0.00% chance that Alonzo comes back. Why? He will say, screw you, Mets. Why? He's already mad about being dangled to the Brewers. Now they're going to trade him midseason. He's already mad he doesn't have a contract. Then they're going to trade him mid- and he's going to come back? That's not happening. Well, well, why do you not think, happening. Why do you think he would do that? Who do you Who do you think would be willing to give him more money than anybody else? I think at that point it might take a comparable deal or maybe even a little bit less. I just he's if not, they trade he's him, not he's not getting... coming back. Stop with the pipe dream. If Pete Alonso was traded this season, Pete Alonso is not walking I, I, back I don't with a seven year contract. I... Oh, look who's back. Let's have the Pete Alonso press conference after we trade. It's not happening. Why, Why not though? It's just I just don't everything that I believe in. Partially. Well that's he well, you think Boris cares about his feelings or you think he cares about money? But I don't think Pete loves it here. Anyway, uh, then he doesn't want to be here. But if he's going to take the most money, odds are the Mets are going to give him the most money. 
So then he's going to be back. And it's not like the Mets are just going to trade him and not talk to him about it. They would trade him and say, hey, look, here's the plan. We're out of it right now. We want to maximize our return. We could get something of good value for you with the intent on talking to you to try to bring you back. Would you be open to that? Then that's on him, right. and then it's on them to make that decision. I don't think his feelings are going to be hurt to where he's going to be like, oh, screw you. I'm not going back there. there I'm not going to. And take Steve Cohen and his money out of the bidding? Please. Well, he'd be lucky to get back. 160 if well, he what's going to happen is if he's dealt somewhere, he's going to probably be dealt somewhere that's actually winning, and he might say, wow, this feels good. I might, I might want to stay right. here. Okay. And they might, they might want to keep him. They might value him more than the Mets seem to value you know him, his agent who is, don't even really offer him contracts. You know his agent is Scott Boris, It's still right? Scott Boris, correct. Which generally means he wants the well, most money. Ken, think about this. So Ken's still with us. All right. I think what, what the best route is, really, is, and this I could see happening. I could see him being traded. Not coming back, but I could see him being traded. I also believe that the Mets will say, if they, if they don't trade him and they get the free agency... Them telling Boris, listen, go see what he's worth, come back, give us a final chance to match. Go get your best offer, give us the number, we'll go from there. That could happen. That I believe. Kenny. All right, so as a Met fan, I'm 100% with Sal. I say no chance that there's no chance he comes back. There's no chance he's Unless coming back. Stop. You guys sound ridiculous. How? Hey, I'll agree you sound out. How? You just sound ridiculous. It's just, it's crazy. Why? Why is that crazy? I can't even verbalize why. It's just, well, it's but I need not an answer. happening. I'm, I'm going to need you to verbalize why. I need an answer. Well, because if, I, okay, well, I, I already did, be, though. His feelings are going to be hurt. Well, you think not, you would... no, not that, yeah, I mean, that's like the short route. No, I just, listen, everything that I've said is, is and I've, I've prefaced it with, I'm not in the clubhouse. But the signs to me, as I deduce what's going on, mm-hmm. I'm not saying Pete doesn't like being a Met. I don't think Pete, like, must die on New York men. I don't think he views the franchise But then way. what would that have to do with being traded? Because then they trade him. Then it's just like, the, it's the final, you know what, I'm moving on, man. You're That's saying, from, you're saying from Pete's perspective. Yes. But even if the Mets went to him and said, look, we have an opportunity to do something, you know, that we weren't planning on necessarily doing, we can trade you, yeah. get pieces back. The pieces and, that won't even help you because by the time the pieces that you get back in the trade hit the major, well, it's going to be 35. That makes it, that's not necessarily true. You know what you're going to get. Uh, I mean, 33. Well, I, I would think that they're going to try to get a, a top pitcher if they could for him. That would impact them maybe uh, just, sooner. I don't see it, so. Well, what, what, but I that's wish fine. I could give you more. I, you know what? I hope that he, then, then he would be even the dumber than anybody could imagine if the Mets trade him. And he's like, oh, I don't want to come back. Then you know what? Then they then they avoided the bullet by giving him the eight years or whatever contract he thinks he's going to get. If he's that sensitive to the idea of something that would better the franchise, which would end up with him getting what he wants anyway, which is a long-term contract. I'm trading you now. Go win somewhere else for two months. We're going to get the prospects back. When you hit free agency, we'll be involved. Even if Pete didn't feel that way, him and his agent should lie to the Mets to keep them in, involved, just to up the ante. That's how well, I, that's a different aspect of it. You can use the Mets. Yeah, oh, sure. Absolutely use if, the Mets to Pete, get a little more leverage. I think that's smart. If Pete is that hurt and doesn't want to be a Mets so badly now, then what does trading him have to do with it? Then at the end of the year, he's just going to say, I don't like it there. We lost anyway. I don't like the ownership. Do you Whatever think, it may be. Do you, think, do you think Aaron Judge loves being a Yankee? I do. Do you think Pete Alonso loves being a Met? I think, Aaron, I think he likes it. I think Aaron Judge proved that he loved being a Yankee more than taking the most money. Mm-hmm. I, I do not believe Pete Alonso will love being a Met more than taking the so most money. So you agree with me that there's no. a little schism into, or it's not 100% on the love but, meter. But, there's a little But Judge little had to prove it. I thought Judge was going to take the most money, too. I was wrong. He mm-hmm. didn't take the most money. I believe Alonso's taking the most money with Scott Boris. 
I believe also the Mets are going to give him the most money. But I'll I love to see if the Cubs just throw it out there. Whatever, because well, they've been connected to the Cubs. Yeah, Cubs throw out two twenty five. What the about Mets the say, Orioles? What if what they say, hey, come, come help out our young lineup. We'll put you in a four spot. Help the young bucks. Orioles say two forty. The Red Sox going to have money at some point. Come smash the, the Fenway, uh, the Green Monster. Orioles say two forty. Mets say we're good at two fifteen. I want to see Pete make a decision. Yeah, come to the Mets. Come back. He's not leaving. Uh, I, I I think he's. I think taking he's taking the most penny. money too. Yeah, I think he's taking the most money too. I do think ultimately the Mets are going to end up giving him the most money. One quick thing before we break, BT. Another Boone mm-hmm. quote. Boone. Um, what do you say? I do feel like considering what we lost in some trades this year, I think we are in a much better depth position than maybe even I expected. <laughs> so he's admitting at one aspect of it, they gave up a lot in, in some of the trades yep. and didn't think they'd have depth. But, wow, yeah, that depth is even better than he expected. Okay. I've still yet to see any criti- criticism, any weak spots on the almighty Yankee team. Uh, now, Boone, the one thing he keeps keep saying is the proof is going to be in the pudding. You're damn right it will be. Go out there and do it. You're coming off an 82-win season. Go out there and do it. I don't care what the roster looks like. I don't care what you're talking about. The depth of the offense could be elite. It could be great. Let's see it. Go do it. Can you point to the manager that gets his opening day press conference and just rips apart his team and destroys him? No. Well, who who does that? We are an elite offense again. They are. Did he say that? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's about time, baby. That was an elite offense last year? No, he said we're an elite offense again. Yeah. Isn't that what you read? What, I don't, I don't, you have it. What do you say? We're we're an elite offense again. Boone said his feeling is we are an elite offense again. And I agree. And last year they were all awful. The they were with the A's. Yeah, we'll there see. you go. It- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal. 
on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. All righty. Today's Call of the Day brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Let's get Robert in Boston, Massachusetts. Sal, let me tell you something. You try to make trades for the Yankees. You, you, you hate the Yankees, so you can't make a trade that's going to help huh? the Yankees. What you... Just like I can't make a trade that's going to help the Boston Red Sox up oh, here. Oh, wait, you know, wait a you know second. What I'm to say? No, I don't. don't I don't know what you. Matt what are you talking? Wait, what Why are you don't talking the Mets about? Get Matt Snell. What is your point? That year, you the year they got Judge, Houston got two number ones and two number twos. Congratulations! That's what two <laughs> years. Well, I still don't what? understand your point. I watch you on SNY. You hate the Yankees. When was the last time the Yankees won a World Series? Two- 2009. When was the last time they were in one? I don't, I don't even know. 2009? Right. 2009. Now, is that my fault? Yeah. Is that my fault? Wait a minute. Wait, is that my fault? No, you said I hate the Yankees. Let me ask you something, Robert. When was, when was the last yeah. Robert? When was the last time Robert? When was the last time the Mets were in the World Series? Why is King Kong Cohen not spending money this year? Oh my God, Robert! Robert, Robert, here's the idea. Robert, send me your Venmo so I can pay for you to go buy a clue. Get lost. Can you be? So stupid. Oh, I hate the Yankees. Yeah, I know. I grew up hating the Yankees. I got news for you. Breaking news. I can give a you-know-what less about what the New York Yankees do. I got real-life issues that I'm worried about. And you think I'm sitting here coming up with some opinions because I hate the Yankees. I don't. As a matter of fact, I want the Yankees to do well. Why do I want the Yankees to do well, BT? For the show. It's good for the show. It's good for business. That's what I care about. I stopped hating the Yankees in 2000. I don't care. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm an adult. Probably a little later than 2000, I think I stopped hating the Yankees. We're going to be factually correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you start yelling, I start yelling, you kind of lose sight of sight. I didn't yeah. realize, though, that Doink was such a combustible figure. <laughs> yeah. Such a well, short-tempered there clown. Was, did you know? I, I didn't know, but people have alerted me to that today, <laughs> that Doink was both a heel and a face. I did know that. Good guy and bad guy. Now, was he, let me ask you this. I don't know the answer. I surmise it was Goldust because I know he had something with Piper. I don't know for sure. Hey, Hoff, who was more popular? Like, who had the bigger following? I think Goldust made more Gold of an Dust, impact, right? no? I feel like Goldust was around through a lot of different phases of his career. Doink was like a year and a half of life. That, that was it, it? Huh? Something no. like that. I think they pushed him for uh, like a year and don't a half. Be, don't well, be spitting they, out misinformation yeah, like that. You know that for sure? Of, uh, I thought that's on the what roster. I read on Google. No. I thought that's what oh, I read. Right. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I know there was a lot of different versions of, of Doink. There were? Well, I know there were. The original guy died. Right. So they I, got you, oh, like, yeah. I think you meant like the makeup. You mean the actual person. Yeah. Gotcha. No, but they they did have, I'm pretty sure, a one WrestleMania, Doink versus Dink. Doink. Doink versus Dink was Doink. The, Doink was the little version of... It was a little of, sidekick. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And then I'm pretty sure they had Doink versus Doink one year. That, so was, a, that was a WrestleMania Not, match? Yeah, a match, I think. A That's match so at stupid. WrestleMania. I don't know. Why would you do that? That's moronic. Doink versus Doink. Now entering the ring. Doink. Why would you do that? Sal, I got a question for you. 
Uh, I mean, is it a baseball question uh, or a wrestling? Well, answer? it's it's a little bit of everything, actually. Mm-hmm. So I saw on social media yesterday. If Doink and Goldust were in the Yankee lineup, they'd each hit 35 home runs. Boone would say they're going to be an elite offense. Yeah, yes, they would. I they agree. would. Now, where would Doink hit versus where would yeah. Goldust hit? Goldust would be the three hitter. Right. Doink would be more of a leadoff guy, probably. Get set the table yeah, a little bit, exactly. a little scrappy. What's that, Hoff? So I just, just to fact check, because I don't want to you know, offend anybody, right. especially uh-huh. you, right. Sal. Right. Doink. Um, he was in WCW from 91 to 92. WWF at the time, ninety two to ninety three. That's not, it. Not a very long. And then he run. went to ECW in ninety four, yeah. and then from ninety four to two thousand thirteen, he was all over. He was the place. on the independent circuit hmm. in backyards. Interesting. Wrestling ball yeah, well, shorter than I thought. I feel like he had a longer run. Wow. Well, anyway. really? They what was they your didn't question? Think you were that uh, that yeah. important to keep around? They right. renew that contract, huh, Doink? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send you right back to the circus. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I saw on social media. I, we can't even talk about what Goldust is. Yeah, we don't yeah. really know what he is. That's well, the, do we? Oh, we yeah. do. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we do. Oh, we do. <laughs> Which version? Though? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God. Uh, no way. I was wearing that wig today. I don't yeah. care. What, if there was a gun in my mouth, I wasn't wearing a wig today. No, I wasn't. I wasn't going that far. What was your question? So the question is: first, a statement, then the question. So, do you know how old Howie Rose is? Did you see this on social media yesterday? No, I did see it was his birthday. I don't know how old he is. I believe he turned 70. Wow. Yeah. I was going to get somewhere He looks good, the by the way, for yeah. 70. Full head of hair. Not not mm-hmm. a lot of visible grays, right? Still top of his game on the radio. It was mm-hmm. great. So, if I said to you, Sound, I know you like Howie. Love Howie. I know you do. That's why I'm, I'm going here. If I said, all one right. One of my, like, childhood no, idols no, 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 from uh, a oh, broadcaster perspective. Number one or number... Well, I just remember like writing him a letter. Like I loved him. Remember, he was doing TV at the time. One hundred percent. So was that with I, Fran Healy? Yeah, it I was. Love, with I love them both. Yeah. Anyway, so go anyway, ahead. so if I said, all right, Sal, there are one one New York any sport announcer that you can have on loop for the rest of your sporting life and hear nobody else, who would you pick? I mean, that's a tough. That's question. a tough one. That's what gold does. Does he brings? Right, do you have an answer first? While I think about issue? it, because you've been thinking about this, I'm sure. The, the, the one time I don't want you to ask that because I don't have the answer. I could give you an answer, I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's such a tough call. By the way, Mike Breen comes to mind uh, very, Breen, very fast. But I, I continue to contemplate. I, I mean, the, the first name that came to mind was Marv. Um, but man, it's a tough call. Isn't it tough? Especially because I love baseball so much. Uh, and you're probably going to more younger when we're more impressionable, more formative. Yeah, like, I, I mean, was I even go, thinking Phil Rizzuto. I, I remember him I mean, as well. Phil, I, love, he, I love listening to him. He reminded me of my grandfather on the right. Italian side. I, I love I love Scooter. Um, I loved McCarver and Kiner. That was a good one. Did you ever meet Ralph Kiner? Uh, I don't think I, I met have. him once. What a gentleman. What a good know, guy. I don't know if I have or not. Um, Great home run hitter. Yeah. By the way, they said uh, Ralphie was, was packing. Packing what? <laughs> the hell? What kind of show is this? That's what they what, said. That's the side note. I'm just telling you. They oh. said Ralph was. Oh, Ralph was packing. Thanks, Gold Dust. And this is this is where <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not surprised you're interested in that Gold Dust. <laughs> and that is now this I where think I ask you. Honestly, like Ralph was. Oh, yeah, Ralph okay. was a swordsman, dude. Jeez, <laughs> oh, he I, was. I know he was a like home Milton run Burrow. hitter, but I didn't know. You yeah. know. Anyway, <laughs> are you going with Ralph? Now does you know that he's that he's dangling? <laughs> no, Ralph. Uh, Sam Rosen, I love. Yep, great. Sam's fantastic. He uh, sounds always call. sounds so good. But Marv doing the Knicks, man. Yeah. I love Marv and Johnny Andrews. And honestly, oh, you know, Howie as well would peace, be in John. there. I don't know, dude. That that's an impossible okay. call. All right. I'd probably so pick. Doink is unable to give an answer. I I I would probably say McCarver, Kiner, would be the two. McCarver and Kiner. I thought from a Yankee perspective. I got the stuff yeah. on my 
on my fingers. Uh, I thought I thought Yankee fans were always way out of line. You'd like, okay. uh, McCarver hates us. Uh, I never felt that as a Yankee fan during oh. all those World Series runs. No, I wouldn't go K. I like oh. Michael. Yeah. I would go younger. I would go younger. I would go either Scooter. I would think about Marv. Breen's there. Those are my three. Uh, wait, 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 what are you saying there? No, nothing. I'm not going to say that. What, 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 what are you saying there? What are you saying <laughs> you to talk back button? I heard no, Kiner. No, I heard no, Kiner. No. What were you saying to Tahab? I'll, I'll tell you off the air. I'll tell you off the air. He showed up with the facial hair to Blue Jays camp. Did he? Yeah. Oh, freedom, huh? Yeah, exactly right. Escape the That's Yankees, exactly right. you know, rasp or not rasp, but wrath. Grasp. I think that's what I was Well, maybe say. Marvin, Johnny Andres. Oh, man, I love Johnny Andres was phenomenal. Love you don't remember guys. Jim Carvelis, do you? No. Dove, you do, right? You remember Jim Carvelis? Bullseye. He, his his no. signature was Bullseye, and it was always Bernard King. I was even thinking of he going He was before there. Marv? He did. I think at that point, one was – I feel – now, I, I, might mis- be, mm-hmm. I might be misremembering. I feel like at that point – Oh, one was I, radio? One was radio. One was TV. Like, I feel like I remember – I got to double-check this – Jim Carvelis and Butch Beard, who was a former player. I remember him as a coach with the Nets. Yeah, with the Nets. Yeah, okay. He was the coach of the Nets for sure. And I, I feel like I used to watch them on Channel 9 because I didn't have MSG at that point when the Knicks away games were on Channel 9, WOR. But it could have been inverted where Marv was on TV, but I don't think it was. And I heard those guys on the radio. Or maybe they just, maybe it was one year of one and one year of the other. Either way, um, I probably, if I had to get, I'm going to go Scooter. I'm going to say Scooter. Love that one. Ah, Scooter was the best. He actually be close on my list because same thing, like young childhood baseball memories oh. and listening to him do a game. And like you said, being Italian, like having that, yeah. he did remind me of my grandfather a little He's bit. He's leaving early. Yeah. He got the cannolis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. He's the best. You didn't care what anybody thought. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. Yes, yes, welcome in. Welcome in, people. Uh, all, all I'll say is this, next year, somebody's paying. Oh, you guys are dead. Hoffman's going to kill As you. bad as Hoff made it this year, it's, it's going to be tenfold next year. Yep. You got to win. win. You yeah. got to win first, Yeah, bro. well, I will. Well, one of us is going to win, and you're paying. Hoff, yeah. You are going down. <laughs> Even if I lose, I will, me and Sal will collaborate. <laughs> 
you know, and we will make sure that I get the softer landing and you get absolutely I'd like to get twisted. Spike involved. Maybe next year we could do something with their afternoon show as well with Philadelphia because yeah. I want his ass to pay as well. Comes yeah, up with this idea. This. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Spike comes up with, oh, I've got it. How about you dress as wrestlers? They're like, yeah, all right, whatever. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, and then he's bolting. Sure, yeah, I want his ass getting involved in that. <laughs> Him, Ike Reese, the other dude, Jack or whatever, yeah. get them involved. Oh my God! It has been a uh, it's been an interesting day. You guys is uh, you guys are enjoying the visuals. So we paid it off. Bet is uh, almost over. We're done at two. Now the problem that I'm starting to realize that I got to throw something serious by you about Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm starting to notice now. So I ordered a few things from Amazon. I got like a gold. <laughs> uh, it's like a big thick eye black gold uh, yeah, stick, yeah. right? And I used that for half my face. Mm-hmm. The other is like actual paint that I painted on with a brush, right? Because right. I watched the tutorial. On gold dust, Dustin right. Rhodes doing it himself, right? right? So I wanted to at least have a chance to do it properly. And I think the makeup came out really well. I think you nailed it. I think I nailed it. What I didn't realize, because my son's got a pitching lesson at 4 <laughs> o'clock today. Now, as I'm sitting here, I'm noticing, like sometimes I inadvertently wipe my face. Yeah. There's sparkles oh, now. Oh, God. Gold speck sparkles that are not coming off. Yeah, good luck. Ah. I mean, I got a TV show to do a little bit later on. I got to make sure <laughs> I get all this right. clown paint That's off. you do. <laughs> yeah. Baseball night in New York. Yeah, right. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jalen Brunson here. So, listen, we had a lot of stuff with Pete yesterday, and we mentioned the Brunson and the tough loss, the ridiculous, stupid foul they called on Brunson. Awful call. Everybody knows By that. By the way, you saw that they protested? Of course yeah. they did. What is you that going to mean? Nothing. nothing I hate usual. protesting. They no- never work. Nothing. Nothing changes. I actually don't like it. This bothers me. Like when the NBA sends out like a minute report or a two-minute report. Yeah, we screwed up. Yeah, fantastic. Are you going to change the loss to a dub or no? <laughs> they keep it and stick it up. you behind because it does nothing for my team. Anyway, it's not even about that because, yeah, they missed the call. They owned it. All right. I knew the Knicks would lose. I thought they would lose a couple in a row. They had. They're nowhere near being whole. They will eventually regenerate and be a team that nobody's going to want to play. Here's the issue, though. Not the actual call. Which I guess is a sub subtext of what I'm about to say. We've had a few discussions. Is Jalen Brunson a superstar, right? And I believe he is, and my partner believes that he mm-hmm. is. Brunson's a superstar. But the truth of the matter, and Kendrick Perkins thinks he is. And back in the day, a month ago, Stephen A. Smith then. Like, you, you get a lot of different mm-hmm. answers. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. It's what the referees think. And until the referees start treating him like a superstar, He's not one because forget everybody's focusing on that last play. If you if you if you watch the game the other night, there's a situation where uh, oh who the hell was it? It was um, mm. oh god, why am I forgetting his name? He's he's always he's always he's always got a beef with LeBron, a uh, Dylan Brooks. Oh yeah, right. lowered his shoulder and aggressively sought contact like a linebacker trying to tackle somebody, and they called the foul on Brunson. There were myriad examples that night that. Yeah, the, the last one with the three shots with three-tenths of a second literally cost the Knicks a game. But Jalen Brunson does not get superstar treatment, and it doesn't matter what we say. Until he gets it, he's not a superstar. I do think it's a bit overblown. Every missed call, and there have been some egregious ones, the ones where he get punched in the face. Oh, my was God, Was that against yes. the Lakers? He, uh, he no, the that was not the— and uh, they, no, no, it was Pacers, the game they won. Was it the Pacers? When they yeah, came back from Pacers. 15 or so. Anyway, he got smacked in yeah, the face. Yeah, because the guy took the ball, punched, and got a layup on that. He still, yeah, exactly. It was you know, a crucial point in the yes, game. I think yes. they tied it or took the lead. Yes. He still had a black eye from that. No foul called there. Uh, the one the other night against the Rockets. The one you mentioned with, with Brooks even as well. So the egregious ones are obviously noticeable, and then people start to go nuts. But the reality is, and I thought Steph Bondi did a good job uh, in the post on this, 
the numbers are, are saying that Brunson is getting treated fairly for what he is. So maybe he doesn't get the Jordan treatment, the superstar treatment, but it's not like he's getting hosed by the officials night in, night out. I don't, I don't, that shouldn't be a factor. I know it's easy for fans to complain about, oh, the officials suck and this and that, and we can pinpoint individual calls. And that one the other night, you know, now I would argue you shouldn't put yourself in that spot to be tied with the crappy Rockets anyway. Yeah, I down mean, they the had nobody playing. No, right I understand. Now, it's know. still the Rockets. Like, come on, dude. Rockets are but, actually very good at home. They, they have not, a good home record. And that's not why they lost anyway. Yeah. They, they, they didn't lose because of that foul call. And that's kind of my point. Like, you lost the game. It happens, but it was a horrible call. I do think well, those they, they being lose because of that. I mean, if they don't nah. call, that it go to overtime. Yeah, but maybe, maybe they lose. Win. Maybe they lose. But maybe you, you know? win. Yeah, right, Once they make that call, you have no chance to win yeah, because you can't get a shot from three tenths. Of, you know, basically, no. So they did lose that yeah, one. But you know what? They put themselves in a position where they had a tie game and they didn't have the ball. And bad things can happen then. And yeah, bad I mean, things I'm not happen. Disagree with that part. It was an awful call. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but it doesn't you. mean that they would have won the game. I mean, you mentioned the the article by Bondi. I didn't see it, mm-hmm. so I'm sure he references like free throw attempts and kind of compares and contrasts yeah, to other all-stars, like, something like that. Yeah. And what's the criteria loosely? Well, I think Brunson was like third in free throw attempts per oh, drive to the basket. He broke it down nicely. It, okay, but he was basically saying that the idea that Brunson or the Knicks are getting screwed by the officials. Doesn't the, the the metrics don't really back that up statistically? And, okay, and so there was a massive disparity the other night where the Knicks were aggressive. I don't think they were rewarded. Knicks, I think, took twelve free throws, and Houston had a, a much much higher number than that. That bothers you a little bit, but that happens around the NBA. I don't want to be too selectively critical just because it impacted the New York Knicks there. But and again, I didn't see mm. Bondi's piece here, but. You watch the Knicks every night. I, I there are at least two or three times, and, and I know that the free throw attempts are are replicating those that are also stars and all-stars. There's not a big disparity there. But I still feel like they're missing a lot of calls. This guy hits the deck every time, every night. Right. Like two, three times. Not because he's like, he's soft or he loses his balance. He's getting pushed to the ground that a lot of times he doesn't complain, but a lot of times he looks at the ref and he's like, Where's the call? Like what he and then he just goes about it and plays his game, which I respect. He's not making a spectacle out of it, but I think they missed a lot of calls with Brunson. I, I really do. And it was one official in particular, the guy who made that call against Houston. He also had a bad one against Brunson. Somebody on social media pointed that out. Maybe there is a, a Brunson and Knicks bias to a certain extent, but at least according to Bonnie's article, the numbers aren't backing that okay, up. Okay, I gotta check that out. Rob's down in North Carolina, BT and Sound on the fan. What's going on, Rob? Hey, uh, I'm I'm really I love you guys' show, but man, you got to get off Alonzo's back. It just doesn't make sense. You know the guy averages 157 games a season. Yep, he plays and then every you talk day. about yep. Judge being the king in New York. He is. Give me a break. Who's higher profile than Aaron Judge? Give me a what? Who's a, who's got a higher profile in New York than Aaron Judge? What do you mean profile? Who cares about that? But what okay, well, okay, well, measure measurement. Yeah, yeah use why, any why measurement. Wins, I'll tell you that. Once in a while. What? Why doesn't Judge play once in a while? Outside of games Alonso played, plays he's another game. measurement. Well, that is true. And then that? you guys are talking about oh, Alonzo plays body every game. Style. He does. His body style, and, and uh, he, it's not going to age well. I don't think he's it is, first, Rob. He's a first baseman D.A. Yeah, but it's not he, 1960, he, Rob, where you have he, some slob playing play first base. Field. He doesn't Rob, who do you think's better, Pete Alonso or Aaron Judge? He's a first baseman. Rob, who do you think's better, Pete Alonso or Aaron Judge? Oh, Alonso. He's proven it. Uh, Thank right, you for the I call. I got you, Rob. No, I appreciate that. Listen, that's his opinion. All good. <laughs> Come okay. on. Come uh, on, wow. dude. Frank's on Long Island. What's going on? BT and South, Frank. How you doing? Frank. Hi, Frank. Frank is not ready. What about Frank and Mineola? Stay out uh, out east. Frank, what's up? How you guys doing? Listen, I, I got to chime in on the Alonzo thing, too. 
Now, Sal, you, 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 everybody's saying, oh, yeah, he wants to leave. Okay. In my opinion, he did himself a disservice by hiring Scott Boris. And let me just, just finish this statement. Do you think now he's seeing a guy that just won a Cy Young has no job? Cody Bellinger just had a monster year, doesn't have a job. Now, I don't think that the Mets, I think they're doing the right thing because they're bidding against themselves right now if they sign them. And I believe Cohen and Stearns are going to say, like you guys said before, go out, get your best number, and come back. Another point, he's not better than Freddie Freeman, and he's not better than Matt Olson. Yep, that's true. They set the markets. For first baseman, yes, yep. and not yeah. even close. Not even close to the numbers that Pete and Boris think that they're going to get. No. I agree with you, uh, Frank. Yeah. You're, you're nailing good call, it, Frank. Good call, Sal. Sal, my point is, if if Pete Alonso thinks he's getting two fifty, three hundred, I love the guy. You walk away. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's it. Guess what, Frank? That's exactly. You just nailed it. That's exactly what the Mets are going to do. Scott, you're right. Now, you could say Pete did himself a disservice by hiring Boris on the aspect of it's not good optics. It shows. To me, when you hire Scott Boris, it shows that you want one thing. That's the most money. Now, he could tell Boris, hey, I really want to be a Met, but let's get make sure we get the most money. Two things can be true. He's trying to maximize his income, as he should be doing. However, the comps, and this is where the Mets are looking at it, are Freeman, are Matt Olson, and Pete Alonso. while the Mets might have to pay more because he's homegrown, he's their guy, he means more to the fan base, he's not as good as those two players. So Pete probably is thinking well over 200. The Mets are probably thinking roughly 180 to 200. That's where you have the disparity. That's why they haven't come to an agreement. The Mets are going to play this out and say, go test the market, whatever you get, and they're gambling that it's not going to be more than 250. Mm-hmm. Whatever you get will probably match or maybe go a little bit more than, you know, you know maybe they go to 215 or 220 yeah, if they have to. there's a hometown them. tax because if he stays here, it's 500 but if bombs. It's more than, you monetize that moving forward. If it's, that should give him a little more. If it's more than that, they're, they're yep. going to, I'm telling you, at that point, I like if it gets you. ridiculous, then they're going to tell him to walk. And I, I don't I think it will. You, I agree with you. Like, you know, I have to say one thing, too, because, you know, and I'm sure it comes across this way a little bit. The It's not about, like, Pete Alonzo's slander or dissing Pete. You know, I think some of you wonder why we go so in-depth with the Pete Alonzo conversations the way we do. It's because his contract is up. All right. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be talking about it. And he's a well, prodigious home run hitter. Well, it started... It started when his name came up in trade talks. Correct. That's where it started. That is absolutely true. Because there's no way yep. in this town that a player of that caliber should ever be brought up in trade talks. Ever. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the circumstance is. Mm-hmm. Especially then. And since then, the Mets have gone in a different direction as a franchise. And maybe it, you understand it a little bit more. And maybe, you know, we don't know the details about what he thought he was worth or whatever. Yep. But when when that happens, that high-profile player comes up in trade talks... That's that's why you, you start making it a focal point, and here we are a year later, and he's still unsigned, obviously. Dude, I got a problem with this gold speckle. Everywhere. It's not coming off my hands. Good luck. Like the little fragments of gold. Why don't you go to the pitching lesson like that? <laughs> Make Colt proud. <laughs> Daddy gold does. <laughs> hey, Daddy, can you show me that pickoff move? No, son, I'm hiding in the car. I will not. Uh, will drop you off today. Daddy will get updates from the coach later. Uh, all right, so listen, you guys can check it out. YouTube, WFAN account, IGX, videos, as many you know pictures as you want. Go have a little fun. All right, don't destroy us. 
Bet paid off. Metaphor words. Doink. Good working with you today, my friend. IBT, see you tomorrow. Thank, no, no. It's gold dust. Dude. Oh, gold dust. Sorry. Go. Well, I won't see you tomorrow. Where are you going? going you're not going to be here. No, you're not going to be here. Gold dust. Oh, that's BT, right. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Is Doink going to be here? No. Where's he going to be? He's Back retiring. to the circus. <laughs> I'm take you next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 